Hello and welcome to the Chiropractic Compass podcast, providing a navigational beacon for the present and the future of chiropractic. This podcast is brought to you by the legendary chiropractor online community built for and with the prospective chiropractic student, current chiropractic student, and even doctor out in the field in mind. I'm your host, Johnny Ruder, and today we're talking about the Avengers and multifaceted success in all areas of your life. All here on the Chiropractic Compass podcast with your host, Johnny Ruder, and our guest today, Dr. Chris Zeno. I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered how to develop and find your specific niche market? How to cultivate a following and an audience? How to reach the masses with your message that you believe is worth hearing? Or even how to generate an income using nothing but your passion? Well, do I have the solution for you? Head to thelegendarychiropractor.com, scroll about halfway down on the homepage, and download our free self-marketing and branding 101 guide that was made completely for you. I want you to have this, and I want you to use this. This is some light reading to learn some simple steps of marketing, branding, and chiropractic-related business that you can use while you're stepping out, starting to build the future practice of your dreams, or while in chiropractic school, wanting to grow and start your own small business. Thank you for allowing this brief disruption to take place. And now back to the program. There we go. We are officially live. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Chiropractic Compass podcast and Facebook Lives brought to you by the Legendary Chiropractor online community. And as you can tell, we are back with the famous Dr. Chris Zeno. And he is here to discuss with us a multitude of topics, including but not limited to um, how to create multifaceted success in your life. So that's 360 success, whatever you want to call it, having success in all areas of your life so that you can be the best student, the best doctor, and the best practitioner you can possibly be. So Doc, welcome back to the show. We're glad to have you. Oh, thanks so much, John. Thanks for having me out. And thanks for everybody who's watching. And it will get yeah. even more value. So this is great. Absolutely. And that's what this is all about, right? Even we're doing a little earlier of a show. And I love that because you know what? It makes it leaves time for more people to watch it tonight and right before they go to bed. So it sticks with them. So doc, I want to, since today is the day that the Avengers comes out and you are, you know, the hero of, of amongst heroes, (laughs) I would love for you to share your opinion on the Avengers. What's going to happen tonight? What's going on? Um, There's got to be big things happening. Well, yeah, I got a chance. um, I I was able to, I, my son and I were able to get a private viewing of it uh, yesterday uh, early. So awesome. I got to see the whole thing, all three hours and 20 minutes of it. And <laughs> it was really good. No, it, w- it went by quick. It was really great. It was exactly the way it needed to be. And um, I'm not going to give spoilers away, but it, it's, uh, it, 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 uh, it's epic. And it definitely, uh, you know, I, I cry like a baby in those movies just for several <laughs> reasons. But let, let's talk about that for a second. So let's talk about, I created the I Am Hero uh, brand and project, and it really what's what's serendipitous about just that question is there was something about when Robert Downey Jr. what ten fifteen years ago, whenever Iron Man one came out, and he stood up there and he was supposed to 
tell people he was Rhodey, you know, or Rhodey was Iron Man and he was supposed to say this thing. And then you could see the conflict in him. He did a great acting job and you could see he was going to conflict. And then he just held up that card and goes, you know, the fact is, you know, I am Iron Man. And it was the first time in superhero history uh, where there was no secret identity. And DC Comics, I don't know, like this, and if you guys are watching, so DC is like Superman and, you know, Batman and The Flash. And uh, DC Comics was really leading the way when it came to superhero brands, DC, all those characters. And they all had secret identities like Bruce Wayne. And, and it uh, kind of sucked because we, we were told, listen, you got to protect it. People get hurt. So protect your identity. And when Marvel came around, even though they had Spider-Man and stuff like that, most of the characters have no secret identity, like Thor is Thor, and the Hulk is the Hulk. Especially in the new movie, you'll see Hulk is full-time Hulk. Um, everybody's just kind of like, yeah, this is, a, <laughs> this is who we are. And it was very unique because when uh, Tony Stark or Robert Downey Jr. said, you know, the fact is I am Iron Man, and people went nuts on the inside, is because that, the reason why people get excited about it and they love that character, so love that character, uh, that it's because all of us – we want to be able to stand up and be like, I am dot, dot, dot. Like, I am good. I am special. I am proud of myself. I am great at something. And we were told uh, through social heredity, through society, that, no, you must mean humane and, and humility and, and, and you know, uh, humble. And it's just all destroying self-value. And, and this is segueing because when we talk about to Pillars uh, 360 Life, um, it's the reason why it's not being accomplished is because of low self-esteem and low self-value. So when you where mm. you're coming from a place from low self-esteem and low self-value, and you want to wear your secret identity and know you want to be overly humble, uh, you're not a hero. It's about like a hero doesn't have those qualities. They have pride, ego, and humility all at the same time. And uh, you know when Robert Downey Jr. played that character, the Tony Stark character, it was truly the reason uh, that. Marvel took off the way it did. Instant it blew up like crazy. And they had the Infinity Wars and the Avengers. And and the whole series, the whole Avengers series is really seen through Robert Downey Jr.'s or Tony Stark's eyes. And therefore, um, this this last movie here, you know, it, it starts and ends with him. You know what I mean? And it really is a beautiful thing because you'll see it. It, it really was an honor, honor to the actor who rocked a very good character who took a franchise and a company to uh, an amazing level. And uh, there's so many um, mindset and, and, and uh, really good lessons in that movie that uh, I think everybody enjoy. It's worth every minute of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome that you guys got a private viewing. I think yeah. that's super cool. Yeah, really cool. Um, so with, with that being said, I mean, you talk all around the world on stages and, and you preach this message of unleashing that inner hero that, secret identity that, you know, we all kind of fall back on. So talk to us a little bit about how important it is that, you know, we're not only, you know, heroes to other people as, you know, healthcare providers, but we're heroes to ourselves, and we need to, we need to step into that more. Yeah, let's do that. So, well, the reason why we're not when we were. So the thing is first remembering that you always were, and that's not just cliche. It's like, Oh, you were born perfect. And no, 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 no. Like let's talk about the true innate qualities you were born. Like you, you came to this planet equipped and we could talk about that in health, but it's, you know, it's too many times we get so focused. All the healthcare practitioners were always focusing on the physical and the health aspect of the body. You don't realize that your ideas, the, the, your enthusiasm, your, your uh, playfulness, all this is innate. Mm -hmm. You know, like, so when you think of like a child who's, 
who's excited and they have pride, they have ego, they're they're loving, they're forgiving, they're relentless, they they live in present time. They're not, you know, they're uh, they live in vertical time, like I like to say. They're they're closers. <laughs> they're closers. They question limitations. They the number one question they ask is why. They're always trying to find their truth. They're curious. Um, they're forgiving, and they just they 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 just keep on getting up. It's that was you know that was we all were like that. So uh, in health, people will talk about you know genetic heredity like we're genetically predisposed to certain things, but there's something very dangerous called social heredity and social heredity are the thoughts that are inherited and passed down from your parents and from society. You know, like, right. The TV, the media, the teachers, the preachers, the dogmas, the dogmas that we're surrounded by, you know, the limiting beliefs, this is a, a social heredity. This is a, a, like a disease process that limits and puts ceilings on our lives. So, Here's this kid who wants to be playful and he's told, sit down, be quiet. Or his playfulness or her playfulness, her imagination, her creativity is now considered disruption. So they get punished for that. So the very qualities that make us the hero <laughs> through social heredity and dogmas are then punished. Yeah. And, then, and then you do that a long time. Then you start acting a certain way to conform and fit in. And that conforming and fit in over the years is what I call that secret identity. You know, you're living, you went to school because your parents said they didn't go to school. So you need to go to school or like you have this job because your parents said you're this job or society said this job. You wear the clothes you wear. So, you know, when you, you realize that, wow, I'm, I'm living this entire life that's based off my external surroundings of what they feel is important or valuable to me. But am I... Do I even have the relationship with my own being to figure out what it is that I'm put here to do, what I like and what I enjoy? And a lot of times we're so told what to do that we're never actually given the chance to actually think to ourselves uh, how to think for ourselves and really do what we were created to do. Yeah, or even save room to ask why, right? And save yeah. room to say, look, what am, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? Um, it's always kind of how am I going to do the next thing and what people are kind of telling me. I, I love that message. Um, so with that being said, I, I wrote down and I circled in front of me nurtured, right? It's, it's that environmental, those environmental stimulus or um, changes or atmospheres that you surround yourself with on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis that make you into who you are, right? And so that becomes really important when it comes to tapping into our own innate and then expressing that on other people so that they can be nurtured and change and evolutionized in their own way, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. And the thing is, but it's about giving yourself permission to do so. So the, the, the cause is how come you're not giving yourself permission? What's holding you back? And yeah. it comes down to esteem and self-confidence. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, Because I've seen too many chiropractors. I could teach you the best lines to say. I could teach you the best procedures to do. Yeah, but it all comes down to self-confidence and self-esteem and I don't think I could do that or I'm not good enough and and it, it, you might not even be saying that but internally it's there and so we got to understand so how that happened and there is something there's a root to that and what it would happen was there was a day there was some day there was one day when younger or even now or soon there was a day when you freaking uh, you broke an agreement with yourself no one talks about this stuff no one talks about this stuff I talk about because they just don't see it yeah but again you're the way it's your self-confidence and self-value is not where it should be because someone else didn't hurt you. You broke an agreement with yourself. You mm. said you were going to do something and you didn't, or you said mm. you were going to do something for yourself and you didn't. 
And you do that over and over again. And all that does, every time you tell yourself or promise yourself you're going to do something and you don't follow through and you don't do it because you're letting yourself off the hook, all it does is destroy your self-value, your self-esteem, and your self-confidence. Mm-hmm. And so then you become a person who feels like, well, I don't follow through. Or, yeah, last time I tried that coach, it did that system didn't work for me. Or last time I did that doctor's report, well, the way I did it, like, they just, it didn't work out for me. Or my, my town, it just it doesn't happen to my town because you're trying to blame a reason why it's not working versus saying, listen, I'm where I'm at because I literally let myself off the hook. I broke a promise with myself. I broke an agreement with myself. See, this is all selfish. This is all internal. This is not yeah. like, John, like if I say, listen, I'm going to break the, my appointment with you. Right. And, you know, so yeah, like you don't give a shit. I don't give a shit and like whatever, but it's like, it's me breaking the appointment. Like, right. you know, I, I, I have to help my world word, no matter what was going on. So if I break my own word to somebody else, but even more importantly, breaking your own word to yourself, do you understand that? Like, guys, please understand what I'm saying here. Breaking or, or, or breaking your word to somebody else. Yeah, that sucks. But listen, how many of you broke your own word to yourself? Like that is that is the ultimate form of crime and sin you could do to yourself for sure. Because all mm-hmm. it does, like John gets so he. If I did that to John, he would just get pissed off, maybe a little pissed off, or man, that sucks. All right, no big deal. Right. But like when you do it to yourself, the ramifications uh, uh, continue to snowball and compound. See, the quality of decisions you, the quality of decisions and choices you make today, determine the quality and decisions you do in the future. And mm-hmm. so when you start breaking promises with yourself, when you start breaking agreements with yourself. And thinking of all the agreements in the past that you started and stopped or started and quit. Because, see, you didn't fail at them. You don't fail. You quit. Right. That's what a lot of people do. Like, so, and that's, that's why really when it comes to my Cairo coach, and I really don't do much anymore, because no one likes to hear the reality that, no, you didn't, you didn't fail at it. You quit. Right. You quit. Yeah. That's it. So just owe up that you quit. And that's yeah. just at least, at least you know that. But you didn't fail. Yeah. yeah, the Facebook ad sucked. I get it. It didn't work. I get it. But that doesn't mean you stop. That doesn't right. mean you quit. So when you realize, like, we don't follow through because we quit personally, we don't fail. And uh, it all becomes because, and the reason why I get upset is because when someone quits, so to speak, which is, you know, a label, we could, whatever, it's not really quitting or failing. You know, what hurts me is is that they broke an agreement with themselves and, and they just dug another hole. They just dug another foot deeper into this hole that they're trying to get yeah. themselves out of, which is personal mastery and, and being a tremendous success in life. Yeah. I mean, that's and why I I'm think- not really, you know, that, that's, that's why, like I tell people, like the answer is super simple, but it's, again, it's internally. And it's looking in yeah. the mirror and being like, when you look in the mirror, being like, that is the person in front of me that's going to save me. That's the only one that could save me. And I have to develop or court a relationship with this person I'm looking at in the mirror that I really never did because I lived off anybody else's life. And then how many times did I, did I let this person down? How many times did I make a goal and let this person down? How many times did I break an agreement with the person I'm looking at in the mirror? And, mm-hmm. you, and you wonder why? You wonder why you're in the position you're in. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's, I mean, everything you've said is true. I, I haven't stopped nodding my head. But it's it's the truth, right? It's it's us. It we have to we have to take ownership of ourselves. And I think a lot of people, um, I know for a fact, a lot of people aren't able to do that. And uh, when it comes to quitting, right, it's not as many times as you fall down. It's as many times as you ca- get up that count. You know, those are the ones that matter. That it's it matters if you get up last, 
not if you fall down. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I'm getting. And it's, there's truth to that. And, you know, you think you start when you're saying all this stuff and you're like, you know, I don't do much coaching because people don't want to hear the truth, but you're, you're speaking a message of, of reality. And yeah. a lot of people that puts a lot of people into an uncomfortable position. And, you know, even when I'm sitting here, I'm like thinking back to things where I let myself down and that, you know, triggers some things and then, but it, it should spark a flame, right? Isn't that the goal of, you know, coaching or looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, you know, it should reignite what you should be doing. No, you're absolutely right. Like, I mean, don't mistake in my intensity here for judgment. Like right. I'm, I'm pissed at myself. Yeah. Like I should, I should be way bigger. I should be way bigger, famous, rich, wealthy, and impactful than I am now. Right. Like I believe that. Yeah. And I believe that. And I know because I've broken agreements with myself. Yeah. I let myself off the hook. Right. And that pisses me off about right. myself. And it's not your fault. And it's no one listening's fault. It's my right. fault. Yeah. And so it's taking, that's why that quote, I say, no one's coming to save you. It's like, it's just about taking a hundred percent personal responsibility. Cause I like, I had a, uh, for instance, every, we've all been there. Um, there's a circumstance, whatever that circumstance is, of something you really want or you really desire, like tremendously. And it could be irrational. I'm all about irrational. Uh, I'm all about irrational goals or irrational. Like if you want, you know, so if whatever, like I'm okay, just as long as it gets you excited, right? So let's say there's something excited. It might be totally irrational than everybody else, but you really, really, and all of a sudden it's like, you get it because you're willing to like you're thinking of new ideas. You have different thoughts. Like like you're you're scheming ways to make this freaking thing happen. It's like you're not even waiting for the universe. You're just making the universe like bow down to you to get this thing or to achieve right. this thing or to be in the situation. And it could be a positive thing. Where I think a lot of times you've seen in a negative thing. Like an alcoholic will do whatever it takes to get booze. They will sneak. They will steal. Same with the drug addict. They sneak. Like just think of the effort when you think of a drug addict. What they do to get drugs. Some, mm -hmm. some males will male prostitute themselves to get drugs. Like let's face, let's face the facts. And it's mm -hmm. like, wow, you really freaking went all the way to get like, so they're willing to do so much. It's like, if you were able to channel that same type of desire and creativity and resourcefulness into something that was creative and good for you, just imagine how far you would go. So you're like, well, why didn't it happen? Cause it comes down to desire guys. So this is where there's no judgment. It's like a lot of us have desires for different things. You know, and they're like, you desire, you're not, you know, your desire might not be this freaking massive practice. You might want a lot of money, but maybe you don't want to really take care of all these people. And maybe your desire is something that's maybe not as beneficial, but it's something you enjoy better. So you're always going to get and become resourceful on the thing you really like, like, even if it's irrational, like it doesn't make sense. Like I use like a drug addict, for an example, or a gambler, you know, they find the money, right? They borrow the money. They borrow it from sharks. They borrow it from people knowing that if they don't give them the money, they're going to break their wrist or they're going to kill them. Right. So just think, think to the level people could go. So we all have it in us to take a desire and become resourceful to such a tremendous level. We could achieve anything. We could do Elon Musk stuff. We could say, I want to go to Mars and then we'll figure it out, even if we have no money in the bank account. So it's like it just comes to this really strong desire that uh, that I only blame myself for not having. But here's the thing, John, we got to talk about. Well, Dr. Z, John, like how do we get that desire? Yeah. And that here's the thing. It's it's uh, that's the God part of it, meaning um, you can't manufacture it. 
It's just like mm. when you see two people in love, right? You and you're like, they're not faking that. You follow what I'm right. saying? Yeah. I could do all the mechanics of it. I could hold your hand. I could, you know, but there's a difference between the mechanics of it and you could just sense the realness of it. And so that's, that's, I, I can't help any, like the desire has to come from you and it only has to, and, and it has to be in a situation where you're like, this desire is like oxygen to me. And, right. I, and that's the thing. And that's, and when you see these people are doing what they're doing and even billionaires and like, there's a part of them that something is like oxygen to them. And they think about it and crave it all the time. But at the same time, you can't get mad at yourself if you don't have it yet. So what if you don't have this burning desire? That's fine. That's mm -hmm. fine. Like you don't have to, to be happy. But I want to let you know that people work their ass off for this thing that they want so bad. It's not because they're hustlers. It's because that thing is like oxygen to them. They enjoy it so much that they wouldn't, they want to do it 20 hours a day. Like yeah. it, that gives them, that gives them excitement. So imagine if you did something that brought you excitement, that gave you energy and happiness, like you wouldn't want a four hour work week. You would want to do it all the time. And then if it happens to match with, with the, with the supply, supply and demand curve that equals the exchange of a value or money, that's when you see like, it, you know, boats love with cash coming in, but it all comes down to understand like this person is not regretting and they're not miserable. Um, well, there's mil miserable millionaires. Yeah, I get it. Cause they make a lot of money doing something they really loved. And then, they're, then they're trying to find happiness in it, but it all, you got to understand like they're working their butt off. They're not willing there because there's a part of them that enjoys it so much that there's nothing else they would want to do. So it's finding that thing. And it's uh, I, I want to preframe this because like finding that thing for some of you on the line, even myself, I hate hearing that. Cause you're like, well, how do I find it? Mm -hmm. And the thing is it's, it's, Life, it's up to you to find it in life. You can't, you can't force it. Like I said, when you see two people in love, you can't force that. So me telling you, you need to find love. You can't, you can't just manufacture that. So there right. is a part of it that is, that is, yes, there is a part of it that is out of your control if the right substances and desire isn't there. Yeah, absolutely. Desire is the biggest word that we, you know, is going to come out of this, I think. And to find our desire is, you know, it, it's it's up it's up to the universe. It's in, in you to find that. It's not going to come from a coach. It's not going to come from a book. Um, and you got to find that and trigger it. But I took some notes while you're talking, yeah. and you know, it, it it was the ripple effect that you have this impact, either good or bad. So you do something, and yeah. you follow through with these certain steps to this certain goal, and. It, it that can have an abundance of impact in the future or you have you know you let yourself down like you you were saying and then all of a sudden that ripples the opposite way and now keeps you in the hole even longer and keeps you from attaining your goals and impacting the world in a bigger rate um and i think i think that's exactly what you were what you were saying to me at, anyways and so I wanted to I wanted to mention that because I think the that ripple effect of you know what you're doing, what you're putting out there, what you're letting yourself not do is uh, is very powerful. Yeah, John, when you agree, like so, if you break a promise with yourself, or you or you or you break an agreement with yourself, your self esteem, your self confidence, and your self value goes down. Now, let's say you have a goal, or you're in business, you want to hit a goal of a million dollars a year. I always I'll just use that goal. Now, and it's a stretch goal. So what type of inward fortitude do you need when you have a goal in front of you? Like if you don't have confidence, self-value or esteem, 
that's going to be really freaking tough because what's going to happen the first bump in the road? Right. You're going to you're going to flake, right? You're going to flake on yourself, being like, "See, I knew it. I knew mm-hmm. it." Uh, you know, like, and that's tough because, like, we all have to kind of go through bumps in the road. So, without an extreme level of, and I will say it, an extreme level of pride, ego, self confidence, and self awareness, and self value. Because that person, when time gets tough, it's like, yeah, I know things look like shit right now, but I am like, I know what I have. Like, I like, like, I, I add value to these people. I like, you know what I mean? You're, you're not. You're like, though. Okay, great. Like, I might have got rejected by ten people, but they clearly don't know. Like, I know what I'm capable of, but it's not in a delusional sense. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's, so there. So that's why you're so right. Like, if you're breaking agreements with yourself, so let's talk about a solution here. I invite you to head over to Facebook and join the Legendary Chiropractor free group. We have over 300 members and are always looking for more. This group is full of great conversation and discussions about chiropractic related topics that happen on a weekly and even daily basis. Come in and join the fun. Thank you for allowing this brief disruption to take place. And now back to the program. Yeah. Well, the first thing you could do is, well, what do you do about all the past? Because you don't have a time machine, even yeah. though in the event, even though in the Avengers, made <laughs> a time machine just to let you know. That's my spoiler alert. But everybody knows to save those people, you would have to go back in time. So yes, there's time travel, um, which is my favorite. So there's no time machine. So what you have to do is you have to go back, and it's a tough, but go back and kind of write out not all of them, but the ones you remember of circumstances or things or commitments that you broke. Commitments that you broke, agreements which you broke with people, and agreements which you broke mainly with yourself. Well, I started that diet. I didn't stick to it. I said I was going to start waking up every morning, and I didn't. I stopped doing it. So write down agreements you broke with yourself, and uh, and then realize. So you have all these open loops, all these things in your life that just there was no closure. And all you have to do, you got to literally look at that paper. And what I do is I circle them all. And what I do, what, the reason why I circle them all is because I'm closing the loop, just just metaphorically, yeah. and and I I take personal responsibility for each one. For instance, you know what I was going to um, play the piano every day because I wanted to get back in piano, and uh, I had good intentions, but I just didn't do it. Well, why didn't I do it? Didn't do it. And I would say at the time, well, I was too busy. I was this and that. Like, because we could say, well, uh, we because we, we we break agreements with ourselves, but we blame circumstances why to make us feel better. So you'd yeah. be honest. Well, you know what? Because you know, I know it would be good for me, but I just didn't dedicate and make an appointment for it during the day. And because I didn't make time for it, I didn't schedule it in my time. I didn't get around to it, or I was too tired. So I take per yes, I broke the agreement with myself, and I take full responsibility. And so it's just about like. I start. I was going to start that diet, and I just, you know, I just wanted to have those cookies that day because I wanted to. I just wanted to. I'm not guilty about it. Like you take the guilt out of it by you take the guilt out of it by truly telling the reality of why you didn't do it. Not not circumstances. Oh well, this happened to that. No, no, great. Because we know when you want something, it doesn't matter if the world's falling apart. It's like okay, well, I stopped that diet. You know why? Because I just got emotional and I like food. I love sugar. And I just wanted to have sugar more than I wanted to reach my goals. So if you could just say, I wanted sugar more than I wanted the, the feeling to reach my goals of weight and, and, this, the, and me feeling depressed and me feeling fat and me feeling my skin hanging over my belt, 
yeah. I mean, like I did that, like it wasn't circumstance. Like I chose that because I thought sugar was better than feeling better or whatever that was. Right. So it's just a matter of like really, truly getting real with yourself and saying, why didn't I do that? And when you owe up to it, then it's closure. Cause then you say, okay, all right. Yeah. I, I, I took responsibility of it, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I like, I, I made that choice. So when you could be okay with the choice you made, whether it worked out for you or not, just the fact that you owned up to that choice, you start building your self-esteem, self-value and confidence. And they're like, well, like you said, Joe, right. You get a fire under your ass. You're like, listen, you know what? I'm more valuable to myself than that. And when I do make a promise to myself, I'm going to make sure before I make that promise that I'm going to keep that promise to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see? yeah. So there I- is, there's healing to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it goes full circle. Like you said, it's metaphorically closing the loop. And I, I think it's absolutely what you're doing, right? You're going from a place of, of need and of failure, let down, whatever you want to call it. And then you're building yourself back up. Now that's a long road though, right doc? I mean, that's not a short, however, it's for the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Jim Rohn says, well, how long do you do it? And he used to, used to say the word until, (laughs) <laughs> right until until yeah. like yeah. how many books do i need to read as many as it takes how much money is it going to take as much as it takes right you know how many right. people do you have to talk to as many as you need to right yeah yeah there's no set i don't think there are set instructions to life right <laughs> no there never was man yep. you know, when someone told, when someone told me you will get better you you will get better just as long as you don't quit on yourself no matter what I love it. And I think to, to go on one of my things I jotted down, I think we're the easiest people to let down is ourselves and, or not necessarily let down, but let off the hook. Yeah. Right? Dude, you nailed it. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. Now is it, it's the chicken or the egg thing, right? Is it because we do that because we're the easiest ones to let down or do we do it because we let ourselves down so often that our self value is down and because we value ourselves less than everybody else. Yeah. Naturally, we're the ones to, to we default to letting ourselves down because, right, you value yourself so little, you'll do, you'll do something for someone else. You'll bend over backwards for somebody else, right? You'll do all this shit for other people yep. because you want their approval, but you value yourself so little that you want, you're not even willing to do it for you as an act of love. Yeah. And then you become a freak, It's freaking messed up, dude. It's really right, yeah. messed up. It is messed and up. And it's not our fault. It's not our fault. It's right. not our fault because- it just, we just, it was a blind spot. We didn't know it was there. Uh, and, you know, our parents were like that to the, like, the, like churches, teachers, pre- like it, it, was, it was society. It's media. It's, it's teaching mediocrity. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, it is our fault to get out of it. Right. So, you right. know, like, I like, you know, you, you take, you know, I own my wins and I own my losses. Yes. I own them all. Absolutely. And I'm happy about it. And everything in between. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you have to, um, I, and, uh, when it comes to wins, losses, or, you know, letting yourself down, it's, it's important because we spoke about this last time too, when, when you were on the show and it's, it's really, we always take this internal look. Right. And I think that's where it needs to start. And, you know, you're speaking truth and that's why I want to keep having you on the show is because you have yeah, I love it. and content to bring to this. And, and people need to know it. Student, doctor, layperson, public, I don't care where you're at in life. You need this information. Um, it, it's powerful. It's moving. And rewatch this. It's going to be a 20-minute video. For God's sakes, it's not going to take that long to get through. So, you know, it, it's 
it's insane value like this, but let's tie it all back to the major circle that we started with. And it's 360 success, multifaceted success in all areas of your life. How, how would you go about tying this back to that? Well, a lot of times people separate, well, you know, marriage and fitness and health and finances and business, like they're different hats. And the thing is in like, you're spinning this hat, you're spinning that hat, you're trying to do all that stuff, but it's, you know, those things don't, I, those things don't identify you. I used to think my practice was my identity. Like my, I, and I realized one day my practice didn't make me successful seeing a lot of patients doing like my practice didn't make me successful. When I realized the day that I'm a successful person that walked into that practice, you know, so my marriage doesn't define me or my, when I had, when I was married, you know, my kids don't define me or my money doesn't define me or my, no, no, no. It's, I bring that to my, you know, so it's like you wear all the hats at all the time. There's no way I'm adjusting you and I'm just the doctor. No, I'm dad. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a, hero i'm all these other things like i wear multiple hats all the time so it's not switching hats it's bringing the hero to the scene every time and so it's bringing that so when it comes to a 360 life it's like when you realize that if i'm a i'm a valuable successful person and i bring that to every area of my life not just one area Mm -hmm. see a lot of times when we have one area that's very developed it's because that area has given us so much feedback and significance that we want the approval of that area. So it becomes like a dysfunctional relationship. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So that was my practice. Wow. The practice gave me all my human needs, all this feedback. And so when I realized that, listen, when I become a successful person, then wherever I walk, wherever I go, I'm bringing that same level of excellence. Then your 360 life is created. So when I go to the gym, I'm, I'm at the gym with the same success mindset than I had going to work or having this interview right now. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's it, the interview didn't make us successful. It's who, who, and you know, when you do interviews, it's who, who comes who shows up to the interview makes Absolutely. it a good one. Yeah. Yeah. You and see you the difference? Up, yeah. <laughs> I always show up. Absolutely. I always show up. Absolutely. And, and, and that's doctor, what I try to teach people. You know, I try to yeah. teach people this. I try to let people know because, and I really, and after 13 years of practice and after teaching plenty of chiropractors and after seeing chiros do my talk better than I've done it, do my systems better than I, I've seen that I've seen the, the tactical script. I've seen it all done perfect. Yeah. And the results were different because it was who, who was showing up. Yeah. It was who was, it's what happens outside the practice. It's what's happening inside the heart of that person. And that's yeah. who shows up. Absolutely. And that's where the results come from. Now, all those things do help. Don't get me wrong. They're, in, they're intensifiers for sure. But at the end of the day, if I had to just say, this is it, you want your 360 life, you, br- you bring the 360 life. Right. Right. Through increased self-esteem, increased self-value, increased desire, increased all of that that we talked about previously. I think if so, you- when you do that, so when you have increased self self-esteem, increased yeah. self-value, increased self-confidence, you also then what, what's what's a byproduct of that? You write checks for personal development. You write checks to get coaches. You you, you like no one has to tell you to study the green books if you're a Cairo. No one has yeah. to tell you to go to the gym. No one has to tell you to wake up and listen to that podcast, right? Like so, when you're bringing that, like no one has to tell you to do those things. Yeah, it it just it fuels you, right? I mean, right. all of those things. It's constantly you're constantly increasing them, and then that's only going to fuel you further to want more 
to to help more um, and to serve more. I think it comes down to that in the end. A million percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, a, um, that's, that's a mic dropper. Absolutely. Doc, I want to, I want to thank you again. I want to ask you, um, what do you have in store for us? I mean, like action steps people can take. I know we just shared tons of value, but how can people, um, get better connected with the, we are hero project and all, all that you have going on right now. Yeah. Just go to imhero.com and you either have a choice to get my, uh, my, I have a, I have a complimentary, uh, series for you called uh, the hero secret sauce. Or you could get a web class, a master class I did just, and it's, it's sweet. It's a sweet master class on reclaiming your hero that goes over these concepts and even more. So just go to IamHero.com yeah. or, and then definitely go there first. And then Instagram, I have a lot of really good content on Instagram and it's going to be that way for the next couple of months. I'm going to start kind of pulling, pulling out of that more, or just maybe just doing more lives like we're doing here yeah. because uh, you know, it's just, but it's really good stuff. I mean, it's something where like, if you, if you're, if I'm on your feed for that, 60 seconds or two seconds you scroll through i know i'm going to get something that's going to put you in the right direction versus you know frustrating you like every other social post may do so definitely do that and i answer all my comments and all my messages so yeah. you know you you put a comment that's me answering yeah absolutely i love it doc thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being on the show again i know you got to run you're yep. a busy man you're a busy man um thank you for providing value for us. Uh, again, this is the Chiropractic Compass podcast brought to you by the Legendary Chiropractor online community. I know I said that fast, but it's all right. You'll get it. Um, you can rewatch this episode anytime on our Facebook newsfeed. Uh, I shared it in the group. I shared it on our page and it's uh, live on my personal page right now. So please head to the legendarychiropractor.com for all of your uh, chiropractic needs. It is a virtual one-stop shop for everything chiropractic, including podcasts, Facebook lives, a job board launching uh, this Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And so please, please be on the lookout for that. Doc, thank you again from the bottom of my heart for being on this show. Thank you for providing value. Any last closing statements that you want to say to people who are looking for some success? I think we just watch this, watch this 15 times or listen to it <laughs> and, uh, and then get me back again in a couple weeks. Absolutely. Hey doc, anytime you know that. <laughs> All right guys. God bless. Love it. Thanks doc. Have a great day. You too. Bye, Bye now. Again, this is Johnny Ruder, your chiropractic compass podcast host brought to you by the legendary chiropractor online community, the go-to site for prospective chiropractic students, current chiropractic students, and doctors out in the field. Stay tuned on various social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Legendary Chiropractor, for when more podcasts will be released and when the next episode is going to come out. Thanks for joining us. This is Johnny Ruder, signing off.